I, I never look um, to a potential business, you know, as as a number right. or as money coming in. But I, I feel that's that's you know the natural consequence of doing the right things with the right people. This episode is proudly brought to you by Mapper Forwards Workshop. It's time to become a coffee consultant. Learn how to diversify your revenue streams and create freedom from your day job while saying goodbye to that alarm clock forever by becoming a consultant within the coffee industry or directly to consumers who have shifted towards home brewing and home roasting. Protect your income from challenging times in the coffee value chain by taking this course today. Go to mapperforward.coffee forward slash workshops or click the link in the show notes for details. Powered by DXB Live and World of Coffee Dubai, Mapper Forward is proud to be the official podcast partner of World of Coffee Dubai in 2024 for a second year in a row. Welcome to the Daily Coffee Pro by Mapper Forward, friends. I'm your host, Lee Safar, and this is episode four of a 15-part of a series. I'm used to saying four of a five-part series, but this is episode four of a 15-part series, and I'm joined on the podcast for the first time with Raphael Vinhal. Raphael, we have been trying to do this for how long now? <laughs> a long time, right? Yeah. So welcome to the podcast. Welcome to Dubai. It's a pleasure to have you here. Thank you. Thank you. It's my pleasure. You are one of those freak coffee producers that when you taste your coffees, you remember it for the rest of your life. So having you on the podcast is something that's very exciting for me. Uh, from the perspective of, given the question that we're talking about, which is empowering the coffee industry in 2024. Before we talk about that, do you want to introduce Vinhal Art? Cafe Artisans. Yeah. Did I say it really? right? Yeah, Vinhal Cafés Artisanais. Yeah, I'm trying. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah. Tell everyone where you're from. Real, real quickly. So yeah. I'm, I'm third generation on my family producing coffee. We're based in Cerrado Mineiro, Brazil. Mm -hmm. um, we've been, you know, developing our business mainly focused on quality for the past like 15 years or so. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, since 2018, we started running our own trading company. Nice. So we're also focused on, on the global market. And basically, that's it. Basically, that's it. He's yeah. being super humble, folks. And you know he's being super humble if you've tasted Raphael's coffees before. They're the kind of thing... I've told this story a, a few times. Um, but for those who don't know, uh, I tasted your coffees for the first time at mice and i was walking around mice with marco from the dmcc and we were just trying some coffees and we tasted these weird coffees at um at a stand and we thought for sure these were infused coffees and the guy who was serving the coffee said no they're not infused at all and we didn't believe him and he said go speak to the person who brings them into australia so we went to southland and they said, no, they're not infused coffees. And we were like, bullshit. And uh, then we had a chat and it turns out that, no, they're not infused coffees, but they are memorable coffees. So clearly when it comes to the idea of processing coffee, you guys are doing something quite interesting and innovative. So when it comes to empowerment, 
Does innovation play a role for you in empowerment? 100%. Is that 100%. where you want to go with the answering yeah. this question? Yeah. The, 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 the answer for, for the question for me is, uh-huh. is pretty easy. Okay. If I'm doing the right thing, because <laughs> basically uh, my answer to, to the question is what we're doing. Right. So, first of all, uh, just two, two. Yeah, please. Two, two, two points. Sm- small, small data. Only in Cerrado Mineiro, we're more than four and a half thousand coffee producers. Okay. Only in Cerrado Mineiro. In Brazil, the last statistic I saw uh, talked about three hundred thousand coffee producers That's or so. Wild. So my point is, it's too easy to be only a number, you know, mm-hmm. and that's exactly what I don't like to be. So I want to stand out in the middle of so many producers and so many good producers. But uh, maybe innovation is a way. Um, other producers, you know, find other ways. So maybe with. Uh, carbon neutral production or quality or marketing and everything but I'd say what kicked us off to the world was innovation and I'm not talking about one or two years so we started to make this crazy experiments back in 2006 2007 so we're talking about over 15 years I so love this. That's a long way of trial and error. So basically, yeah, no doubt innovation is super important. Well, and the reason I really love this is because for years now, <coughs> excuse me, for years now we've been saying on the podcast that build slow and build undeniably and build well. Yeah. And don't build outside of your means. And there will come a time when what you've built stands the storm. And if you build undeniably, then what you build, people will see. They don't need to be convinced of it. They just get it immediately. If you build well and you build something that isn't trying to trick people, your coffees aren't trying to trick people. Your, Your coffees are just honestly delicious. Like that, And I don't say I'm saying they're honestly delicious. I'm saying that they're just being who they are. They're not trying to be something else. You can't compare what you're doing to... Uh, well, let me say this this way. I have never, ever tasted anything like your coffees. We don't work together. I'm not your consultant. We don't do business together. You don't do business with any of my clients. I get nothing out of saying this. I admire people who build well. I admire people who build for the long game yeah and when you and I had a conversation and you had told me we've been working on this for a long long time yeah you had me why because far too many people in this industry are doing the opposite of empowerment they're trying to convince people that you just got to follow the trends which is the opposite of innovation And so what I'm really impressed by is that you guys are, I don't know if you call it pioneering because I don't know how you process your coffee, Um, but 
you're definitely just in your own lane and you're you know you're not looking to dominate the world you're looking to build a sustainable business 100 percent. excuse me which to be honest with you i think that that's massively empowering for people out there that are trying to figure out what 2024 is going to look like with all the volatility that's around us they need examples like you no matter where they are in the supply chain to do that i've got to ask you if you had a tip for someone that was looking to get to where you are like a, a, a big part of building a business over 15 years i know it's not just you i know it's you've got your family involved and all of that yeah when you're doing something like that, what do you think the superpowers that you have to have in, a, in order to build over an extended period of time are? Uh, directly to the point, add value to coffee wow. and build strong connections. When you say That's strong connections, what do you mean? Uh, t- at the moment we are right now, um, I mean, all all kinds of connections are important yeah with you know our workers partners you know fertilizer suppliers um even when we talk of when we talk about a a coffee crop which is a open open sky industry yes even with the kind of you know um god or something yeah. you have to a have a co- yeah you have to have a connection yeah but the main point for us today um where we are right now is with customers around the globe it's funny so, you say that because noah was saying on the podcast the first podcast of this series he said that the relationships that you have in your supply chain and the the relationships you have with your suppliers is going to be a really important part of being empowered and empowering the coffee supply yep. chain. So it seems to be a theme that's emerging in some of the conversations that we've been having, that the strength of the relationships that you have with your supply chain is really important. Yeah. Um, the connection I had with you at yep. MICE yep. and the coincidence of this beautiful Mohammed Marhum just sending you a picture of the samples I sent him and we were we, we were just side by side so these are all connections yeah you know the fact that i'm here connection uh, totally and you know the thing that i don't think enough people pay attention to is that business is not just about numbers business is not just about coffee business is about like you were saying like a deeper relationship and you know i have no problem talking about the fact that we all have an intuition about life and whatever other language it is that exists in the universe, whether people call it signs or whether they call it praying or whether they call it whatever. I'm not a religious person at all. I'm a scientist. And I know for a fact that there is this thing that happens with serendipity and with coincidences that aren't coincidences and people that are meant to meet each other and do business together and that gut feel that you get about somebody right yeah it's a part of knowing how to do good business and yeah i I totally agree with you i i never look um to a potential business you know as 
as a number right. or as money coming in. But I, I feel that's, that's, you know, the natural consequence of doing the right things with the right people. So you never see me, you know, bargain for money instead of doing value. making a, a friendship out of business you know and it happens all the time yeah you know uh, just quick story please I, I sent uh, the very same coffee lot to like 12 different roaster roasters okay. in in Europe yeah and one of them just denied the coffee okay um, saying it was not the coffee I offered him and it was the very same oh, batch wow. I sent to you know over 10 other roasters um, he asked for a 50% discount to keep the coffee and I said no not because of the discount no. because I sampled the coffee I shipped you the sample I sh I packed the coffee I know where it came from yeah I personally checked it yeah and I, I know I shipped you the right coffee. So you, you can't have you, the coffee now. No. And then I called this this other roaster, a friend of mine, Daniel Horbat from Ireland, mm -hmm. and told him the story. Just looking forward to, you know, maybe because the coffee was already in, in Europe. Uh -huh. So maybe asking him if he knows another roaster who could, you know, take those bags and everything. He promptly. He put he his hand up. He promptly? promptly said, no, I'm I taking the coffee. He had previously bought uh, 10 bags. And then this other lot was 13 bags. So he more than double. And you know what? I gave him the 50%. So it's not about the money. That's the it's kind of business that I like to see people doing. You know? Yeah. There's a... There's this weird race to the bottom in this industry and i would like to encourage so many more people to have this idea of doing good business and i promise you when like for anyone who's listening who is unsure of how to do business we're both examples of people who only do good business we we are not interested and and i would i would rather go hungry than do a bad business it's, it's not worth it. And, uh, and, and I promise you, no matter how much you think that it's not worth it, don't be a part of the, the big crowd of people that are doing terrible business. It's not going to work. And in the long run, in the, in the challenging times that we're facing now, this is when it pays off. Yeah. This is when people want to do business with people who know how to build for the long term. Do you find that the relationships that you have with people and that you've cultivated over a long period of time, does that give you a confidence? Does, does that empower you as you move into like 2024 and 2025 are going to be very interesting and volatile years for the coffee industry? Do you feel empowered by the work that you've put in over the years to be in the position that you're in now? 100%. Why? Because we build relationships based on value you Word. know I, s I see uh, too many people 
not only in coffee, but everywhere, everywhere. Um, talking about price. I don't talk about price. I talk about value. You know, yesterday I was talking to to a new importer we're working with here mm. in Dubai, and he was telling me sometimes he makes uh, blind cupping sessions, and people get amazed with our coffees. Right. Oh my God, this coffee, this and that, I want to buy and everything. But when he opens and he says it's Brazil, then people say it's too expensive. Why? It's price. Yeah. I'm not talking about price. I'm talking about value. Yeah. So 100% sure this guy doesn't know me. He doesn't know my history. He doesn't know um, about this 15 years. Yeah. We're working pretty hard to reach the results we're reaching right now. So, And this is a person who's just interested in price rather than value. He's not your customer. Yeah, not at all. He's not your customer. Not at all. And we teach a lot of that in our consulting. Yeah. Like if somebody is going to not recognize the value of what you're doing, they're not your yeah. customer. Go and find your customer. You're looking in the wrong room for who your customer is. And that's a perfect example of, of that. Like just because someone doesn't want to buy your product, it doesn't mean that you have to try and sell it to them hard. They're just not your customer. Uh, I, I think the thing is exactly the opposite. Tell me. No. Maybe sometimes I, I um, at this point we are right now. Yeah. Sometimes I need to choose to choose who I'm selling my coffee to. Right. Because I I don't want I don't want my coffee to be in every corner, you know, for two reasons. Yeah. First, I'm talking about uh, outstanding coffees. So they really it, are. It, it reminds it re it's you know 100% linked to exclusivity I, I call your coffees they go in the category for me we call them experience coffees it's not every everyday yeah. drinking coffee it's an experience coffee and you can't find it in every corner no. you know it loses that exclusivity yeah. thing yeah. and and the other point is talking about good and long term relations I need to choose my partners. Yeah, you do. And and I can't, you know, put 10 companies importing my coffee here in Dubai. No. It doesn't make sense. You have one partner here, right? Yes. You're more than welcome to mention who it is. And and I don't have a exclusive exclusivity contract signed. Yeah, N folks, if can I say something on that? If a producer is asking you to, or an importer or anybody is asking you to sign an exclusive contract, I think you might want to think twice about that kind of behavior. You know, it's it's not good business to, to yeah, trap someone but, in anything. But you know what my point is? Tell me. I don't need to sign a contract because I want to build yeah. this relation. So I work like this in Australia, in Korea, in Europe, and I'm going to work like this yeah here too because uh, that's a way to show value to the partners yeah and so we need to be coherent you know so uh, 
what does it mean if I come here to the pod podcast and say, oh, we need to build great and strong relations, uh, and then <laughs> yeah, right. I don't, you know? Yeah. And, so. and the product is more than just the coffee. It's the relationships. It's the way that you do business. It's the way that you show up when things get hard. Like that's a part of the product yeah. as well, right? I, I always say, I don't sell coffee. I don't sell coffee. What do you do then? I sell history, excellence, you know, from management to cup profile mm -hmm. and long-term relationships. What's, That's it. What do you, when it comes to, um, you're coming into a new market, right? Mm -hmm. This is a new market for you guys. How do you see your coffees empowering this region? Because there isn't anything like it here, in my opinion. So how do you see that? It's not that there's nothing as good as it. You're just in a different lane. It's a very different category of coffees. So what do you see you, the, the role that your coffee is going to play in this region? You know, I, I just want to see how it goes. Okay. And I'm pretty sure the market is huge and we have space for our coffees. I'm pretty confident we'll make it. Okay. I'm not, you know, desperate to make it fast and exponential. No. But I know at the right time things will happen and we'll, you know, just like we did in Australia and Korea yeah. and Europe, it's going to happen here too. Yeah. You know the story of the tortoise and the hare? Have you heard this story before? No. There's a, there's a kid's story that they tell... Um, Uh, that they tell little kids, obviously. It's a children's story about the race between a, a, a hare, a rabbit, and a turtle. Oh, yeah. You have this story yeah. in Brazil? Yeah. Yeah. You remind me of the turtle. It's the game that, that you're playing. You, you've definitely very clearly said, I'm the turtle, and I know the game that I'm playing, and I know the right way that my right race is going, and I'm good with that. And there's a peace that comes with doing business that way. Doesn't mean you don't have hard times, but there's a real peace about the way that you do business. Yeah. It's really refreshing. Yeah. So, um, welcome to Dubai. Thank you. It's a pleasure to have you here. I hope that you'll come more often. And um, folks, we have links in the show notes to where you can check out these coffees. Look for them in the city wherever you are. And inshallah, you will come to Dubai and you'll be able to taste these coffees here soon. Hopefully. Hopefully. Do you want to sign us off? Peace, love and peanut butter. Peace, love and peanut butter. Peace. And special thanks to you. Aww. You're part of this journey we're making to it's, Dubai. It's, a, it's an honor to be a part of it. I'm grateful to you. It's my pleasure and uh, I'm really excited about seeing how you grow here because of the intentionality that you bring to it. I think it could be. And, and my whole thing about empowerment is I think that the way that we empower the industry is by platforms like this, giving a microphone to people who are doing business the way that I think should, business should be done. And so I deliberately don't bring people onto the podcast who I think are doing business that could be destructive. I'm very careful about how I choose the guests on this podcast. And I think that setting an example 
of people, whether I agree with the product or not is irrelevant, but building sustainably and building for the long term and building in a way of, we're about to see a lot of businesses go out of business. So for people to see that before all that happens, that it's very clear the businesses that are going to stay standing, it's a it's an honor to be able to to bring you on and to showcase that. Hundred percent, my honor. Thank you. Peace, love, and peanut butter, everybody. Have an amazing rest of your day. This episode, friends. Please don't forget to show us some love by subscribing, liking, commenting, and most of all, sharing this podcast with your friends. Check the show notes for links, including our sponsors and our Patreon. And stay tuned for more great conversations on the Daily Coffee Pro by Mapper Forward.